This podcast is brought to you by FanshareSports.com, a website that compiles and curates the weekly recommendations of daily fantasy industry experts for you to gauge which players will be the most popular and which players are going overlooked. Head on over to FanshareSports.com and check it out. All right, week 14. We are coming down the home stretch. It is the Ride In NFL DFS podcast that you are tuned into. I'm Pat James, going to talk some cash game plays this week for DraftKings and FanDuel, uh, maybe a GPP dart throw or two. First, let's recap week 13. Uh, I'm on a mini heater here, three or four weeks in a row. I'm uh, up over 80% of my head-to-heads, 89 in week 13, 100% of double-ups. Um, the Spencer Ware news, I think uh, what I did that kind of set me apart from other lineups was I came down from Spencer Ware or from Philip Lindsay to Spencer Ware in my cash lineup, and I think most other people spent that money at receiver. I'm not really sure. Um, I, I saw a lot of Manny Sanders, uh, a lot of pay up at wide receiver in other cash game lineups. What I chose to do was pay up for Pat Mahomes, and basically my thinking was, that the Chiefs were still going to put 35 on the Raiders, but it wasn't going to be because of Spencer Ware. So the Spencer Ware news, even though I did play Spencer Ware, I I matched him up, paired him up with Pat Mahomes because I thought together basically 11K for Mahomes and his starting running back was a solid uh, combo there. Also, it doesn't hurt that Gurley and McCaffrey both went bananas, um, and then my receivers, nobody dudded out, uh, Humphreys, Ellington, DJ Moore, so, and then I finished it up at tight end with Eric Ebron, so, good week, 175, I think it was, um, interesting trajectory of the ROI line for me this year, the first four weeks of the year were pretty smash weeks, um, and then from there, week five through about week ten, I traded blows with the DFS community, so to speak. Loss, win, loss, win, loss, win. And then since week ten, I've been on a little heater again. So uh, ten and three on the year, looking pretty good. Um, GPPs are a different story. I'm just treading water in GPPs. Not haven't had a, a monster hit this year, so it's really a grind out profit type year for me. Um, just nickel and diamond my way to the bank, which I'll take over a, you know, losing here. Anyway, week 14 at quarterback. I think Ben Roethlisberger is in a very, very similar situation to Pat Mahomes this week. Just lost his starting running back heading to the West Coast to play the atrocious Raiders defense. So I think I'm, we're going to look at Ben Roethlisberger this week at cash. I think he's in the same spot. You can get him and Jalen Samuels just like I got Mahomes and Spencer Ware for about 10-11K this week. I think it's pretty solid to scoop up all the touchdowns 
in that game for only 10 or 11K. Um, but I do think the Steelers lean a little bit on the pass. I don't think you're going to come out and see Steven Ridley and Jalen Samuels just get 35 carries. Um, I think we're going to see Ben throw the ball a lot. So I like Ben Roethlisberger if you have the salary to pay up. I, As long as uh, Deshaun Watson popped up on the injury report, I don't think it's anything serious, but I really like his matchup against the Colts. He hung 35 on them in the Dome in week three. Uh, and I think this game has sneaky shootout potential. I think they're going to go back and forth. And I really like Deshaun Watson this week, uh, especially in the – he's not even 6K. He's in the 5K range. I think he's 5'8 or 5'9 on DraftKings. He has a solid spot to produce. He's been running the ball a lot as of late. Uh, when he had that chest injury in the middle of the season, they were kind of keeping him in the pocket. But he has a he has 100 yards and a touchdown in the last two weeks. He's basically averaging, like, tacking on about eight or nine fantasy points in the, in the last few weeks just with his legs. So that's huge. Speaking of tacking on fantasy points with your legs, Josh Allen, 5.5 on DraftKings. He has been an animal the last two weeks, rushing for 234 yards. In two weeks, he almost hit the DraftKings bonus two weeks in a row. He went for 135 last week, 99 the week before. He was one yard away from hitting the DraftKings bonus for rushing two weeks in a row, and that's not even counting his – that's not even before we even – add in or take into account his passing stats this week. He's home. They're favored. He gets a Jets defense that the Bills just slaughtered a few weeks ago with a different quarterback, mind you, with Matt Barkley under center. So that narrative that you can't beat a team twice or the offensive scoring is mitigated the second time around by the fact that the defense uh, and the the teams know each other, I think that's – even if there is truth to that, the Bills aren't trotting out the same team. They released Kelvin Benjamin. Their offense is going to be a little bit different look than it was three, four weeks ago. So I think if you need to pay all the way down, if you have some studs that you want to get in your lineup and you have to pay pretty close to the minimum, uh, he's about a 1000 over the minimum, but he's about as far down as, as I'll go, Josh Allen. He's a pretty safe bet for... 15, but I think he's definitely in line for 2025 this week. I think he can he'll run again. I don't think that's going to be uh, something that is in the past, or, or I don't think the last two weeks were fluky. I think he does have 50, 60, 70 yards rushing upside. I don't think he's going to go Adrian Peterson on us every week and go for 140 every week, but he's definitely he definitely has some upside. At running back, um, you know my strategy here. I'm always paying up for the big dogs. Last week, Gurley, McCaffrey, uh, their touches are just, you know, their touches are guaranteed, and they don't need to complete a difficult catch most of the time to get points for their touches. They're handed the ball, or the ball is thrown to them from a very short range, low depth of target. So their their points per per touch or per opportunity. Um, are just a little bit safer, a little bit higher floor. So McCaffrey and Zeke are the two that I want to get up to. Uh, And it's difficult this week with Jeff Wilson and Jalen Samuels as under 4K on DraftKings, under 4K running backs that look to be thrust into starting roles. I don't mind if you go Samuels and Wilson 
uh, and only go up to pay up for one running back this week. Not usually my style, but um, it's not often that we get two running backs like Jeff Wilson and Jalen Samuels this week that are in line for 15 to 20 fantasy points. So if we can get two 3K guys in our lineup that can account for 40 fantasy points, uh, have a reasonable shot, a reasonable expectation to to hit 40 fantasy points, I think we can we can take that route. Um, but really, I don't like anybody, or it's not that I don't like anybody, but I, I, with Samuels and Wilson being such values at the low end, and I think McCaffrey and Zeke in such good spots at the high end, I think my cash my cash game lineup is going to come down to either playing two of the top guys and one of Wilson or Samuels, or uh, playing one of the top guys and both of Wilson or Samuels. I haven't really figured out that build yet. I think my dummy lineup has both Samuels and Wilson in at this point. Uh, Zeke is just an out of control, though. He's catching five, six balls a game on top of his 23, 24, 25 carries. Same thing for McCaffrey. They're using him as a power back. He's catching a ton of balls. Olsen is not uh, going to be in the lineup for the rest of the year, which probably they will see a little bit of an uptick in targets. I think McCaffrey has 20 catches uh, in the last two games, and he's also hit the 100-yard bonus three times in the last two games, doing it rushing and receiving. Um, so both of those guys are in solid matchups, too, against the Browns and the Eagles. So I think we're they're in a good spot, and if you can get up to both of them, um, but Samuels and Wilson are also in a really good spot for Chiefs. So I think really cash at running back is between those four this week. At wide receiver, if you're paying down for two running backs, we're going to have to get up to those top guys. I think Keenan Allen's a no-brainer ever since he threw his hissy fit on the sideline. Philip Rivers has just been force-feeding him the football. Uh, he has 40 targets in the last five games. For those not too astute in the math department, that is eight targets a game. He has four touchdowns in the last five games. This is all since the Chargers came off their bye week. And there's always a lot of uh, narrative or, you know, fuss made about when teams come out of a bye week, watch for what they're doing because it's obvious that they went in and, you know, planned around something, tried to make some tweaks, and it's obvious that the Chargers went into their bye week and made the tweak of getting Keenan Allen the ball. They have definitely done that. And then if you're dumb like the Steelers and you put a, a linebacker on Keenan Allen for most of the night, that'll always uh, improve the target share as well. He had 19 targets against the Steelers, which was pretty outlandish. Uh, I also like Nuke. I think he can definitely get the best of – uh, the Colts this week. He's kind of had a, a lull in production. He's only around 15, 16, 17 fantasy points the last few weeks. But I think this week could be a slump buster for him. Uh, I mean, if I like Deshaun Watson, I think the game's going to be a shootout. Obviously, Nuke should definitely be on our radars. In the middle tier, I was going to mention Manny Sanders here, uh, but obviously RIP his Achilles. So I'll say Cortland Sutton at 4,500, probably going to be chalky this week. He's probably going to see close to double-digit targets. Um, even with Demarius Thomas leaving town, he saw a little bit of an uptick in targets and really hasn't done much with it until last week. I mean, he's there, he's there, he is their de facto number one now. So, I mean, against a 49ers defense that is somewhat 
pass funnel. They're a little bit better at stopping the run. I think we could definitely look to Cortland Sutton. Um, I don't really like anybody in the mid-tier. I guess we can go Amari Cooper, but those 5 and 6K wide receivers, just none of them popped for me, to be honest. So I think under 5K, um, I like the Bucks guys. Uh, Adam Humphreys is my favorite pay-down option. He was last week, despite the fact that Chris Godwin outproduced him. I don't care. If you watch the games, uh, uh, James Winston just definitely has an eye for Adam Humphreys. They run routes for him. They run tunnel screens, bubble screens, quick slants, where he's their number one read. Now, I don't think that Chris Godwin uh, is a bad play, but I just like Humphreys better this week. Um, And I probably like him better every week. He's just a little bit safer of a play. Godwin does have more uh, end zone expectation, I think, but not much. Fitzgerald without Christian Kirk is someone we should look at. He's Back under 5K for the first time since week 8. And the last time he was under 5K, he exploded for 10-102, I think. Um, He's in my cash lineup that week, by the way. Victory lap. Uh, So we could definitely look at Fitz. I think we can go back to Bruce Ellington. Bruce Ellington well is not dry just yet. He's probably going to have 6, 7, 8 receptions again for 40 yards, but I'll take 12 points from a 3K guy any day of the week. Um, I think Zay Jones we can look at. He's he's had over 20 fantasy points in two of the last three weeks. They just released Kelvin Benjamin and Andre Holmes. So I think the target share is going to be a little bit more concentrated there. I like Zay Jones. And then Curtis Samuel has come on, but his price hasn't really come up. He's still 4K on DraftKings. So I think that's our, that's our player pool at wide receiver. There's a lot of guys in the 4K range that we're going to have to choose from, which is going to be tough because there's going to be a lot of salary to spend. Uh, This definitely seems like a studs and duds week in cash with Samuels, Wilson, uh, Sutton, Zay Jones, all those guys down in the lower tier uh, of both running back and wide receiver that seem like solid plays. At tight end, I think Eric Ebron still isn't expensive enough despite the fact that they bumped his salary up to 5700 there's just no one in in indianapolis to catch targets from andrew luck they have just a bunch of bunch of jags and then ebron and ty hilton so i think ebron is in line for double digit targets again he's probably my favorite play i don't think there's anybody under ebron that I, especially with all the other value on the site, I don't think anybody under Ebron is even worth looking at. You can pay up for Travis Kelsey or Zach Ertz, I think. Um, Kelsey is kind of in a tight end funnel spot. The Ravens are top five DVP against everybody, every position in the league except tight end. Tight ends have kind of been getting after the Ravens a little bit, um, but they they shut down receivers and wide uh, and running backs. So I think Kelsey might be in a sneaky spot despite playing the vaunted Ravens defense. And then always Zach Ertz. Uh, he's just a target animal in that offense. And he's playing the Cowboys, who are, I believe, 21st against tight ends. So they aren't a team you're scared to play against, uh, play a tight end against. So I think that is where we're going to go. Uh, at tight end, probably Eric Ebron uh, is going to be the guy I try to get in. 
You never know, though. If there's uh, some money left on the table when I make my cash lineup, I really like that lineup. There's no doubt that I will uh, go up to Ertz or Kelsey if that's the case. All right, so core four for this week. It's going to be tough to give you a core four this week because I don't know exactly how my bill is going to go, but I'm going to cop out and give you both Jeff Wilson and Jalen Samuels. I think anytime you have a running back under 4K that's in line for 15 to 20 touches like both of these players are, um, and they're both in pretty good spots too. Denver's defense isn't isn't somebody I'm worried about. Uh, the Raiders' defense is definitely a spot that we like to attack. So I think we can go core four with those two. I'm going to say that Big Ben is also a, a core four for me. I know it's paying up at, at quarterback is not always something that we do, but with the value on the site this week, Ben, Jalen Samuels, Jeff Wilson, uh, and I'm going to say Christian McCaffrey as well. His usage is just through the roof, power running back, getting all the targets. So um, probably going to try to start my lineup this week with Big Ben, McCaffrey, and the other two value running backs. I think that's that's where I'm going to go with it. Potentially could go Zeke uh, and only one value running back, but we'll have to see. All right, that'll do it for the Week 14 NFL DFS podcast. I'm Pat James. Please leave a comment, uh, a rating on Apple iTunes or whichever platform you listen to this on. Helps me out, uh, gets the sponsors to keep rolling in, etc. Follow me on Twitter at Pat James DFS. I always recap the week, show you where I ended up going in cash, etc. Telling you that. I tore it up, won millions of dollars, or and I even put it out there when I get, you know, my shit kicked in. So either way, you'll see my results. Uh, we could hash it out on on Monday morning, see where we went wrong. Love the love the dialogue. Good luck in week fourteen. <laughs>